smell There is magic to be found And stories here to tell Feed the fire, merry meat Dare to more than dabble All are welcome at our hearth For a little bonfire babble Bonfire babble Welcome to the bonfire Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Welcome back, everybody. What are we doing today, Corey? We are going to talk about the spring equinox. Bow, 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 bow. That's right, folks. The spring equinox, the vernal equinox, Ostara, whatever you want to call it, however you celebrate it, it is approaching. It's almost spring, babies. That's right. I'm excited. Very very excited (laughs) we are like thawing out things are sprouting i walked by a tree today that looked totally dead except on the ends of its little branches it had these green buds with little bits of pink poking out of the top and i was like (laughs) it's springtime i'm so happy do you know what i love i know i need you know what i love about that it's like everything that looks dead well not everything but a lot of things that look dead come back to life right oh my gosh my sage plant it looked it was in dire straits my friends and it looked like it was fully dead and now it's got all these little tufts of fresh green baby leaves on it and i am so happy oh yay i think i might have to replant the one that i had inside outside Mm. i took it out and i I gave up on it i pulled it up because it was just like you are dead and you're just suffering and I looked at it yesterday and went, I'm going to go plant you in the ground in the front and see what happens. Well, I bet see. it'll be an experience. I bet you that her little leaves yeah, like maybe. poof out of the ends. And what's so yeah, maybe, what's maybe. so cool about um, like cooking sage, which is what I grow. Mm-hmm. Yes, same. Is that even when the stalks are completely brown, and this is different to a lot of herbs, even when the stalks are completely brown, new growth will come out of them. Oh, I That's that. so wild. See, raspberries do that, you oh, know. I- Raspberry Love plant. raspberries. Yep. Uh, this has yeah. been Plant Talk. <laughs> <laughs> With Detta and Woo-hoo. Corey. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think our newsletter and my herb spotlight might have to change to herb and plant spotlight. Because, yeah, I just have to talk about lots of things, I think, that are growing the ground. I loved, loved, loved your herb spotlight this month. Oh, thank you. I loved, loved, loved your strawberry recipe that um, Tammy's buying strawberries for today. I got my strawberries so and my lemon it. yesterday. I'm so excited. so excited. And I'm thinking. What a great recipe. Content warning. Skip ahead 10 seconds if you don't want to hear about alcohol. I am making a gin and tonic with elderberry syrup and my strawberry syrup. And I'm very excited about it. Okay, moving on. Well, on that note, I will just say, if you skipped ahead, Botanical Brews by Amy Blackthorne has an alternate, an alternative for every single beverage that she has that's alcoholic. She has a non-alcoholic It's version. so comprehensive and I wonderful. And there's like all kinds of beverages. There's like teas and potions and just, it's just like so great. I love that thing. Which it kind of leads me into, I know we have a couple things to talk oh. about around the uh, fireside chat before we head out to the bonfire. One of them is I took a workshop with Amy Blackthorne last week. That's right, at WitchCon. I did. Well, here's the thing. I didn't take it (gasps) at WitchCon. I know. She was at WitchCon, and we'll talk about WitchCon too if you want. 
But the same weekend, she went to witchlab.com, and I think she's done some other classes there before, and I am now following Witch Lab as well. They're offering amazing classes. And so I went there, and it was only $25 so that I could do a Zoom workshop with her so that I could actually interact instead of WitchCon, which was all—it was great. It was on uh, Crowdcast. And so you can interact via chat, but you can't be seen. And and it was huge. There were so many attendees that it would have been hard for them to see or respond to all of us in the room. I skipped out of WitchCon for one session and went to her, her Zoom session. And then I think she taught the same thing the next day. I learned so much about shrubs, uh, how to make shrubs. Have you made? Yeah. You I know love shrubs. I love the plant shrub and I love the beverage shrub. So yeah, I went to WitchCon, which I talked a teeny bit about to somebody on Instagram. And WitchCon was this huge gathering online of all these different witches, which you will be hearing about a lot of these people that I met over the next couple of months who gave workshops. Some of it was stuff that I knew and loved and felt great about being validated. Other stuff was brand new to me. I had no clue about. And other stuff was stuff I completely disagreed with. And that was okay. I love that. I actually was just having a conversation with someone very dear to me. And uh, we were disagreeing pretty hard. Uh, And at the end, like, we still love each other. And we're still very close. Mm -hmm. But it's it's really important to... um, have those moments, I think, because it makes you reevaluate, like, well, why do I disagree? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, why am I defensive about this? Why why am I feeling this way? And do you know what's interesting? Doing that with somebody that you love and care about. It's hard. <laughs> it is, but it also makes you do what you just said you did. And yeah. I have a tendency, I don't know about anybody else, but when <laughs> I know I politically disagree with somebody, I have a tendency to, like, not ask those questions of myself. I don't know, because I'm human or something. Sure, sure. Yeah. Boy, howdy. That actually leads me in perfectly to what I wanted Thank to chat about. You. Which you have to is, sing it. Oh, I had a therapy update. Yes. I'm trying different remixes every time. Uh, therapy update. Uh, I had an appointment with my therapist on Friday, and uh, I'm really excited because the office is getting a new uh, NP, which is a nurse practitioner, if you don't know. And what that means is that I will be able to get my ADHD test or assessment uh, within the framework of my therapist office. Oh, cool. Which means I won't have to go through the rigmarole of like getting the referral and finding a practitioner and like doing the whole thing. I can just do it right at the office and I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, she, uh, poor thing, had to listen to me just spout off for an entire hour. I got really heated about, I don't remember, something got me on the subject of education and higher education and um basic education and i just got real mad (laughs) and uh bless her heart afterwards she was like you feel better now and i was like (laughs) kind of and she was like for what it's worth i don't have to agree with you but i do (laughs) i was like thank you (laughs) thanks cindy you're the best (laughs) um but yeah therapy update that's going well i still like my therapist she's great and she's 
uh, we're getting past the getting to know each other part of therapy and getting into the like work of therapy, which is nice because sometimes it's just nice to have someone who doesn't know you very well talk to you and like listen to what you have to say because there's less of that baggage of mm. I have to respond a certain way or I have to make this person feel a certain way about what they've said or anything like that. And it's just really nice. It's really nice <laughs> right now to have someone to talk to who has like no skin in the game in a personal way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's objective. Mm-hmm. It, it's objective with this background of education behind it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then whatever personal stuff they bring to their intuitiveness. And I suspect if you two are clicking that uh, she, did you say she? Yes. Uh, it has some intuitive stuff going on in her life, no matter what path she walks. So that's my cat again, y'all. There's I love just nothing him. I can do I about her. it. She's she's so feisty to be heard. It's not River this time. It's Khaleesi. It's Khaleesi. Yeah. It's Khaleesi. And there she hi, is. Bud. She wants to say hi to everybody. <laughs> it's fine. It's a witch podcast, Etta. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah. Do we have any business? Nope, I don't think so. I was going to say sign up for the newsletter if you want to get because the spring equinox is around the corner and I think that the information in it would be super handy to have, if you would like to get the March newsletter, um, if you send us an email by Friday of this week when this episode goes out, so Friday the 19th, if you send us an email by Friday the 19th with the subject line newsletter, I will make sure that you get a copy of March's newsletter so you don't have to wait all the way till april's newsletter and you can get the syrup recipe and you can get all the fun stuff on dandelions um when you sign up for that newsletter by friday the 19th that is excellent i just thought i'd give everybody an extra week to try to get in on that one cool yeah that newsletter list is growing it's really fun to see you all there Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's also a really nice alignment check, I think, for us to like check in with how we're feeling, how we're doing, how we're interpreting the season. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of interpreting the season, yeah. you want to head out to the bonfire? Let's do it. Corey. Yeah. Before you give the correspondences and all the wonderful information that you are about to give. Sure. No pressure. Got it. Got it. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure there. No pressure. Uh, May we do an intuitive... May we. (laughs) May we. We we. we. Okay. Uh, Sorry. I'm feeling very silly. The coffee's kicking in. I love it. I love it. I'll focus. I'm sorry. I'll be good. No. Don't focus. It's more fun that way. (laughs) Or maybe it's more fun. I don't know. It's fun both ways. It's just different. I want to do an intuition game with everybody. Okay. And a learning how to start trusting yourself and then going to the books to, I'm not going to say to confirm, but to check out the lore and other people's original thoughts and stuff like that. So here is, here's my intuitive game. You ready? Okay. What direction do you associate with 
spring equinox? East. What element? I am torn between earth and water. Awesome. Okay. What color? And we hope you're playing along at home. Yeah. What color? There are no winners or losers. This yeah, is just a fun no. game. Don't panic. <laughs> uh, what colors? Mm-hmm. Well, this is a little unfair because I absolutely have done research about this. But okay. if I had to think of it, the first color I think of for springtime is um, the yellow of daffodils mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the green right. of Easter grass. Love it. What zodiac sign? I don't know. What one are we in right now? <laughs> We're in Pisces right now. Then Pisces, probably, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what emotions or witchy work do you associate with springtime? Um, balance, because mm. equinox, equal night, equal day and nighttime. Uh, I think about new beginnings, like starting new projects, setting new goals. Um, I think about like sort of shaking the cobwebs off, mm. um, you know, doing sp- spring, little spring cleaning internally and externally which is easy for us right now because we're moving and so everything feels like spring cleaning (laughs) we're almost all finished it's looking really nice but i'm so tired (laughs) i bet you are oh i bet you are uh any any drawbacks to spring magical or mundane for you you know i've never thought of that i never really think about drawbacks to what I'm working on because then I have a tendency to spiral into mm. thinking about eventualities and like and like worst case scenarios. Excellent. I love that. Uh, so I don't really think about drawbacks. I love that you know I that guess, about yourself. I guess that if I had to like think about like one or two, I would think like maybe this is a less shadow worky time, probably. More um, light work time. Yeah. Yeah, light work probably cool. right now. Okay. What crystals? Planets. Herbs or plants do you associate with this, with with the spring equinox magically? Well, like I said, the daffodil. Yeah. Um, but I think about um, lemons and strawberries. I think about lavender. Um, I'm sort of in that same vein. I think about uh, clear quartz crystal because it's like bright and it reflects the light around it. I think about mm. um, amethysts and they're pretty purple. They're nice healing properties. I think about... Uh, probably I think about sandstone. I think about earth. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that. I like, for me, spring is really about getting my hands and my feet in the dirt. So like, I think about the earth elements of, of the spring equinox quite a lot. That's really cool. Planets. I don't know. I'm not good at that. I'm not Carly. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, But we will see Carly soon. We will see Carly Carly. Yeah, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. This is a time when, so I'm a pastel goth. If you don't know what that is, it's exactly how it sounds. I don't know what that is. So it's you're... A pa- I'm a pastel goth, so I, I have a tendency to uh, be very gothy, but I also enjoy the aesthetic of, like, fluffy pastel pink and colors, like, and clouds and super kawaii stuff. And um, just, I'm very, uh, I'm very much in the pastel part of the pastel goth in the spring. I love that. That's really fun. Well, that was my little intuitive game to say to all of you, look inside yourself first 
and then do the research and then realign if you need to realign. I mean, if you if you're like really far off and you're dipping your toe into something that will backfire on you, that's when I would say, yeah, listen to the lore, listen to the history. But if it's not going to harm you and that is what you're drawn to, I say go for it. So like my element, I heard Corey's answer and I went, of course it should be earth. What have I been doing all week? I've been been hauling dirt into my planter gardens. But mine is... I'm so excited. Uh, Mine is wind. And and I, because of the spring cleaning and other things that I'm going to talk about later about things that I do and ideas for things for you to do after we hear from your wonderfulness of research. So what do you have today? I actually also want to speak to your point about what you said about um, like look into how you feel about a thing Mm -hmm. and then look for either supporting or contrasting quote unquote evidence to that. Because also you might see a thing or hear a thing like with me and Detta thinking about different elements and you might think, well, why? And then if if you see that thing and you're like, I get what they're thinking, but I don't feel that way. You don't have to feel that way. Or if you see a thing and you think, oh my gosh, I never would have thought of that. That's interesting. Then you have something new to explore. And I am mostly talking to eclectic witches and Mm -hmm. people who do not have a coven or a a certain path that they are following. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to get into the politics of all that. I'm just going to support you (laughs) and say, say, as always, do the work, which I found out today is trademarked. That phrase is trademarked. I was like, what? Whatever. Okay. So (laughs) it had a TM behind it someplace when I was randomly looking at something different. I wasn't looking for that. Anyway, um, just do the work and, and realign if you need to realign. I mean... Yes, listen to your intuition first, but also be safe and smart when you do the research and, and make sure you take that in uh, without bias. And also kind of like Dedo was talking about at WitchCon, um, there were things that were validating and things that were new and exciting and things that she didn't agree with at all. And I think yeah. that's important, too, because in doing this podcast, I know that um, she and I have both been practicing for very different lengths of time, but we are both we both have sort of ideas about things that are the way they are. Mm-hmm. And we, through this podcast, have had to re-examine why we think that. Which is so exciting. It's always just important. Yeah, it's just important to constantly be doing alignment checks and like, why do I believe that thing? Why do I disagree with that thing? It's, it's you know, fun. Yeah. <laughs> growing is and fun. And it's also part of growing. And if we stop yeah. growing and learning, we die. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, let's talk about... Let me get my notebook. Let's talk about the spring equinox, the vernal equinox. Ostara, if you're <laughs> Ostara, if you're nasty. Um, <laughs> so I have <laughs> some sources. And Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, and <laughs> we're going to yeah. talk about Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> um, we're not really going to talk about Kristen Chenoweth, but she does play Easter or Istara on Ostara in American Gods on that wonderful show. And I do love her and I love her ex. You know, she dated Aaron Sorkin for a while. I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah, you do. I probably yeah, do. Yeah, you do. But the I'm West Wing, American pre- he wrote The West Wing, American President, The Social Network movie. Um, oh, he wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
I don't know. I've heard the you name. You have not watched The West Wing? I'm sorry. Like, I feel like political drama exists enough. I don't want to watch a political drama. This was so judgmental of me right here, but I have to continue <laughs> down my road of judgment before we get to... I will definitely put skippers in here for y'all, everybody. So... The West Wing was like during the Bush administration, and it was the only thing that kept me alive to think, oh, things will get better. Things could get better. And I learned so many things that I should have already known, by the way, about politics in the early 2000s. We are uh, not taught politics adequately in school, oh. but we don't have time to get into that. No, we don't. Remember so anyway, I talked about how in therapy I went off for an hour about it the only problem with and for one thing and also he writes amazing dialogue that's really hard to memorize and he's absolutely wonderful and i'll just leave it with this if you rewatch it now you will get depressed about how many things they were dealing with back in the 90s and early 2000s that we are still dealing with today yes, that's so, what i've heard but yes i know that west wing and is great and i always wanted to watch it but like especially right now I have a really hard time wanting to watch anything that isn't comforting to me. Like, I'm just getting into Daybreak, which is like a zombie apocalypse show. (laughs) Wait, that's um, comforting? Well, I couldn't watch it earlier in quarantine. My husband watched it and he was like, this is great. You'll really like it. And normally he'd be right. Um, But I was like not in a good place mentally to be able to deal with like global destruction mm, and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. zombie apocalypses like <laughs> i i mm, it was hard but now i'm watching it and i'm like this is funny this is interesting this is like a really great thought experiment mm. of like what would happen if all the adults died and it was just kids left wow um, okay because it's very okay. like why the last man anyway we're getting off on a tangent oh uh, uh, for for now what we will say is that i will put in the skippers bonfire out to the bonfire take two will be the name of the skipper <laughs> <laughs> and if you've we'll just a, joined us again because yeah, we'll you put skipped a little, little gossipies here. <laughs> here we go go for it Corey. <laughs> So some sources I have for information um, are thegoddessinthegreenman.co.uk, learnreligions.com, and then this really interesting article I found on the Library of Congress um, that I just, it was about Astara and the hair. And I probably won't talk too much about it, but it's one of those things that like was a was a source because it provided an interesting context and contrapoint to some other things that I had read. Um, I'm not going to go into the history too much of Astara because we did that in our Wheel of the Year episode. Been there, done that. Please go back and give that a listen for a little bit more context. But we are going to be talking, I think, a little bit more about just the, the vernal equinox as a celestial event and also i'm going to bring up a few different springtime celebrations from around the world which is pretty fun for me but the symbols of astara as a holiday are the hair the egg spring flowers honey bread snakes dandelions the color is yellow green purple sort of that bright blue and it is generally considered a time of balance practice balance magic um it's equal day equal night the inner and the outer the masculine the feminine the the light the dark all of that it's it's a time of of checking your balance checking your alignment seeing you know where where you stand after the long cold winter 
And I think that spring cleaning is a great, like a great part of that. And it doesn't have to be physical spring cleaning. It can be a like internal inventory spring cleaning. Uh, it's also often a time of uh, fertility celebrating. It's a time of new beginnings. The image that has been the most prominent for me this year has been the thaw. The thaw? Um, yeah. The okay. un the uncurling of buds, the thawing mm. of the earth, the softening of the dirt. There's a sort of impulse in me to be like a flower and turn my face up to the sun kind of a vibe this spring. And I don't know if that's just a personal thing after being in quarantine for so long or if it's because I've been up to my butt in reading about my goddess and mm. thinking about her journey from the underworld up to the earth for springtime and it, just a lot of like that is happening but there is this is a time for fertility new beginnings cleaning things out and starting fresh basically i love that yeah and i want to talk for just a moment about astara and the hair let, do it. I remember this article. It's, you it's know a good what I'm one. talking about? I do know the one you're talking about. We should link it. It's really interesting, y'all. I had to sign up for... Nope, that was for the upcoming tarot episode. Oh, I got had it. To, I had to uh, sign up for JSTOR. Anyway. I love JSTOR. Uh, or Juster, as I like to call it, because <laughs> I like to add letters to everything. <laughs> there is a myth, particularly in neopaganism, that the hair and the egg the hair that lays eggs is part of a myth that um the goddess yostra saw this hair uh, this bird and turned it into a hair and then that hair would lay eggs for her on her festival day there are several variations mm. of that story there are several variations of that story and there is a weird sort of academic kerfuffle about how old that story is some people are like it's ancient and then some people are like it's from an 8 1980 it's actually traced back the general consensus now is that it's been traced back to about 1883 um and it has like no direct ancient ties to a story about Yostra. There's actually a lot of debate in the scholarly world about the existence of a goddess named Yostra. Yes, uh, that I have read. There's a ton, and I do not begin to presume to even kind of understand all of that. But I just want you to know that the spring equinox is a giant celestial event, and how you celebrate it is all on you baby but yeah. there are a lot of uh wiccan practices that celebrate astara specifically and i know that Detta probably will talk about that actually i want to talk just briefly about gerald gardner a lot of people attribute him with the modern day movement of neo-paganism and wicca celebrations that are in the wheel of the year like ostara and maban you know we grow we change we learn i won't say no, it might be a mistake. I, I what it, 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 let's talk about Gerald Gardner just really fast. Um, <laughs> it is that we had I had had a lot of information and heard on some other podcasts and done some reading like from the nineties, y'all, about how uh, Gerald Gardner was not particularly uh, decent when it came to women. And I have since talked to many people who actually knew him 
or know people who know him who say that's absolutely not the case, that people are twisting the sky clad. And I was like, and what was so weird to me about that is these are people, some of the people who were twisting it or maybe got their information at not the original source are people who practice sky clad. And if you don't know what sky clad is, that's when you practice naked um, for your ritual. And it's not the same as sex magic, which I I don't know if Gerald did or not. I don't know well enough whether he did or not. But in any case, the people who were close to him and people who report about him from that time period, he was absolutely not the sexual predator that he is being made out to be. And again, these are all just opinions. We weren't there. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. (laughs) These are people who knew him, and nobody that knew him has come forward and said that he was these other things. So I'm not exactly sure. I've been trying to trace it and trying to do my due diligence about where it first started and what somebody told me who is a gardenarian were like, we don't know. I don't know where it came from. But, yeah, I started reading it in the 90s as well. So we Hmm. just don't know. And maybe somebody does know, just the people I've talked to don't know or the research I've done doesn't know. So and to that about Ostara, uh, the other thing that's come up about is that he made up a lot of stuff. And maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't think that means he's a fraud. I mean, the religion's like 100 years old now at this point, 70 years old, 80 years old. And people have been incorporating it. And he maybe he based it on that 1883, you know, idea of something that he read. And there's a lot that we will never know unless we become Gardarians. Am I saying? Gardenarians. Gardenarians. Why is that so hard for me? It's a mystery religion. It is a they keep a lot of they keep some things secret to themselves. So they can't actually deny or confirm some of this stuff. So right. um, so just be gentle, y'all. Just, uh, you know, it, it, that's like when I was about WitchCon. I, I'll probably never really talk about the people that I really disagree with because, you know, they a, a, a lot of it, some of it was actually a lot of it. I shouldn't say a lot of it. Some of it was actually based in research it's just still the conclusions that they drew from that research i don't agree with so and yeah that's true yeah. of that's true of so many yeah, things we get to like do you got to you you have this amazing gift uh which is your brain mm-hmm. and you have this amazing gift to decide if the information you are seeing is worth synthesizing and assimilating into your own beliefs and um, I think that the other gift we have is that we have the ability to um, fact check yeah and dig a little deeper and see like who's telling the story who benefits from the story what's missing from the story and and just like you know be discerning yeah but this article was super interesting and it's from this article is from 2016 by Stephen Winnick, and it's called Astara and the Hair, Not Ancient, But Not as Modern as Some Skeptics Think. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Which I think is, you know, covers all your bases. Um, but it's just an interesting exploration into where stories come from and how they become beliefs. And I think the idea of that story is neat. I, I think, think it's so neat, too. the idea that, that a goddess saw a bird and that bird was like a cocky jerk. And so she was like, you're a rabbit now. 
you can't fly anymore. And then she was so moved by his despair that she allowed him to continue to lay his beautiful eggs. Like that's part of the, the myth. And I think that's neat, but I just think it's a neat story. And if that's something that vibes with you, use it. For me, it doesn't really add anything to my springtime ritual. It does remind um, me of the Easter bunny though. It makes me think of the yes. Easter bunny. Which makes me but. want to go down that rabbit hole of finding out. Ah. <laughs> so Good one. Speaking of your personal practices, uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? What we both do? Yeah, hit me. What are you what are you doing for spring so, spring equinox? Of course, all the spring cleaning of you know, I am doing that and I'm throwing stuff away and we are cleaning dirt and uh this is a really good time for me anyway to start or to redo some of the wards that I have or just some of the windows and the doors and cleaning all those portal areas. And I am going to start including technomancy. I I know. Thank you, Corey. Um, techno cleaning. Uh, so if you're not somebody who cleans every single month or recharges your stuff every single month, I am. But if you're not, this is a really good time to do that. And to try to do that at the equinoxes is a really, if you try to do it, you know, four times a year, that'd be great. So that you're recharging Mm -hmm. some of your stuff, cleaning your tools. I started cleaning crystals last night, which I think Corey and I are going to have an episode on and talk about the, um, I have, I have crystals. I haven't bought any for many, many years, but I, but I do have them and we'll talk about all that and the ethics, but I started cleaning them last night. But my big thing that I do in the spring, and this might be for people who are not in the Pacific Northwest might be a really good time for it. We're about to move into April and most places, not all, but most places start to get rain right about now uh, or they start to get storms yeah. or both. And I collect rainwater from storms specifically to use in my magic coming up. And I also, I do a lot of wind magic right around now. Although, having said that, and Corey, I'll be interested to see now that you're in West Seattle, I wonder if you'll have the same experience, but I wonder if because of where you are, you won't. I love wind magic and I loved it because it would be so rare in North Seattle when I lived up there. But now that I'm in West Seattle, we have wind all the time. I called my children yesterday and went, "Um, it's sunny. It's beautiful. Is it windy where you are? No, I think that's you because of where you live. And are you experiencing a lot of wind? Well, I used to live in Interbay, Mm -hmm. which was essentially a wind tunnel. So uh, the wind here is going to have to be pretty exciting (laughs) for me to notice any difference. Um, We have a tree across the street that looks like one of those trees that lives right by the ocean that leans. Oh, that's like sideways. I love that. Yeah. And so we get a lot of wind here. So I love working with wind and wind magic. So that's, that's kind of what I'm doing other than the ritual, doing the ritual of... You know, casting the circle, doing some magic that night and welcoming in all of the elements and the newness and, you know, all the things that probably intuitively you all answered as well and said, yeah, this is what spring reminds me of. What about you? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm in a new space with a new altar setup and a new kitchen and um, I've been sort of prepping for the spring equinox sort of piecemeal. 
Mm. Uh, I sent Dada a picture. Actually, I have all of the herbs that I would like to have with for my kitchen are all now planted. So I've got my parsley and my oregano and my sage and my rosemary and my mint um, and my, you know, spring onions and everything's looking very green uh, and very verdant on my windowsill. Do you do thyme? I had thyme in my garden. It did not survive the winter. Mm. Um, and I don't have a thyme plant right now. But I don't use it very often in my cooking, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a rosemary girl. I am too. <laughs> rosemary, garlic, olive oil. The holy trinity. Yeah. <laughs> for me. Yeah. That's also, rosemary is what I use for my spring cleaning uh, wash that I do on my floors and uh, my yeah. windows. and. I like to make a mister. Out of it, like a kind of mister, yeah. you know. Um, but I I cook with it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to make little sachets to like hang around the place because they smell good. I like to make little sachets to put in baths. I I just love rosemary um, and awesome. mint. Yeah, mint is my fave. Oh, I love mint. There's, some, there's something about fresh mint that goes with literally everything, and I don't know how. Savory food mint sweet food mint your tea mint (laughs) your dessert mint yeah it's the it's the best but i am going to cook i'm gonna cook a little a star meal i'd like to make hot cross buns Mm. um and i'd like to fill them with custard that would be my perfect thing if i can do it i am finally getting back into the kitchen which was hard because moving is hard and my kitchen is like my place. And so getting everything unpacked, I still have one box to unpack and I don't know where any of it's going to go. Oh no! <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to see, but I, I've been cooking in my new kitchen and I'm excited to try baking in it mm-hmm. for the first time. But that's kind of what I do is I, I just, uh, I'm going to cook. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cook and I'm going to probably go for a walk in the Arboretum. Well, we would love to hear what you all are doing this weekend for the Spring Equinox. I hope you write to us on Instagram or send us an email. We would love that. I think what's important to remember about Spring Equinox is just that um, it's a time of new beginnings. And right now, since this last year has just felt like at least here in the States, it has felt like there's nothing new to be had because every day is the same slog over and over again, just on repeat Groundhog Day style. Um, it's a nice reminder that new things are blooming and new things are living and new things are thriving. On that note, I would love to mention some other spring equinox festivals. Oh, please. If that's all please. right. Please. All right. So, celebrations of the arrival of spring. In Egypt, we have the festival of Isis. In Iran, we have a festival called No Rus, which literally means New Day. In Italy, we've got the Feast of Sibylle. We've got, in Russia, we have Maslenitsa, which is a time of the return of light and warmth. Holi, in northern India, we've got... Uh, that's the one with all the colorful dust, you wow. know, where they like throw colored powder at each other. Yeah. It's, a, it's supposed to pay tributes to the many hues of spring. 
um, as well as several events from Hindu mythology, about which I am not an expert, so I won't get into. But uh, there is the water festival in Thailand. There is. Do, do, do. Uh, it's called, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it, but it's a Bosnian festival called, in English, it translates to the Festival of Scrambled Eggs. Oh, Yes. Which I think is lit as heck. <laughs> and then there's the spring equinox at Teotihuacan in Mexico. There is, uh, oh, I'm tapped. That's it. Cool. Those are great. <laughs> but there's there's such fun, amazing ways to celebrate no matter where you are. So wherever you are, I encourage you to like Google your town, your village, your state. And the word spring festival in whatever safe way you can figure out how you can, you know, partake of the, the local spring festival of your area. Because um, the spring equinox happens all over the earth. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, you know, party. Yeah. Party on, Wayne. And I'll share some Celtic stuff that I do and food that I make on Instagram sometime this week as well. Heck yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would love to, oh my gosh, especially if you're from a non-Euro-centric. Um, Seriously. I'd love to If hear. you are celebrating at the festival of Teotihuacan, I want to see pictures oh, of that pyramid, my friends. Please. please. It's like a little bit outside of Mexico City. It's, it's beautiful. And I've seen pictures like taken by photographers and journalists, but I'd love to know if like that's a thing you do. Um, cool. Hit us up. We want to know how you celebrate the vernal equinox. It's a beautiful time. You're beautiful people. We want to see your beautiful celebrations. Yeah. On that note, do you want to send up some sparks? I would love to send up some sparks. Cool. I am sending up a community, a person and a community, therefore a lot of people, and I will tag them all in our show notes uh, to the best of my ability. Some of them are actually private, and there's only one place you'll find them, and that one place that you will find them is on the Tarot Lady. She does a morning card pull for every astrology sign. she It's called Tarot Transits and Tangents. Oh, that's a tongue twister by Teresa Reed. It I is, love that. Yeah, I do too. Um, I call her Triple T. I don't know if anybody else does <laughs> or not. And I don't know if she finds it annoying, but often I'll say, good morning, Triple T. And I the reason that I say I'm shouting out the communities because I have found so many amazing people. And again, I don't know that their Instagrams are public, but Anita uh, Life is a life coach. And I did a an Instagram live with, I, I didn't do an Instagram. I attended an Instagram live with her where she was doing Pilates and it totally kicked my butt. I was so sore the next day. All we did was 20 minutes. I was like, I am not moving my body enough and I need to be moving more. Truly. And then uh, Bruja Lily is someone else and she does, uh, she does, I think it's a Sunday or a Saturday morning coffee and tarot, but then she has a YouTube channel and it's in Spanish and she's absolutely, and she pulls cards and it's absolutely beautiful space. There are also other people I've met. It's where I met uh, Divine Hand Jim, who we're going to be interviewing about palmistry. It's He pulled me onto his live the other day. That was so wild. It was cool. And you got to meet... Yeah, Princess. Princess. Pleasant. She's awesome. 
I watched the rest of the episode and it was really good. Yeah. And he does Meet a yeah. Mystics. Meet a Mystic. Tuesdays. Every Tuesday morning. At 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And I've met other people. Um, Heart of Chakra, uh, Golden Bee Tarot, Golden Card 29. Uh, um, I Love Love, uh, Wish Beads, Official Wild Empress Collective. I mean, there are so many people, and I get to say good morning to them every morning. And her daughter got married this weekend, so she did a weekend forecast, which was so cool. I also I remember her saying that she was going to be off the air because she was going to her daughter's wedding. Yeah. And the the woman doesn't take very much time off. She does this seven days a week. I'm like, you go, girl. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Commitment for sure. So those are, and I'll link some of those people. You should join us. She, anywhere in between 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, she pops on and does a little reading, but you can always catch the replay as well. But I love trying to be there for the live so that I can get to talk to everybody and (laughs) listen to the, they're funny too. They're funny humans. It's a really nice community for sure. And I'm sure I've forgotten somebody that I absolutely love and adore. And, oh, whiskey, smoky whiskey chick. The Bone Lines, Cala Ocean, Empath. So many people, you all. You just have to come. And if I left anybody out, I'd, oh, on a rayo, just come and check it out. It's awesome community. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And what about you, Corey? Who are you shouting out? Um, I am shouting out an author, performance artist amazing human being who I may have mentioned previously, but I don't think I've ever fully shouted this person out. Their name they usually just go by is Alok. Uh, It's Alok Alok Vadmenen. And they are an author, performance artist, activist, uh, super cool human being. And the specific thing that I want to shout out is the little book they wrote uh, this last year. It was in 2020 called Beyond the Gender Binary. Love it. And it's it's an unflinching and yet still somehow so kind look at the evolution of the gender binary and how to sort of free ourselves from the toxic grip of it and how we can be better humans, better allies, uh, better supporters of those that just don't fit in it yeah. and are trying to thrive. Uh, it's it's fascinating. And their Facebook, nope, try again, Corey, their Instagram <laughs> uh, is constantly full of amazing history and uh, activism and, and concrete actions. And they just lift up other artists, uh, particularly supporting the trans community and just like, hu- I'm just a huge fan of this person. And they are fascinating, beautiful, brilliant person. And I just wanted to shout them out. I love that, especially since right yeah. now there are so many, there's so much legislation being voted on to discriminate against trans people, like to make it illegal for doctors to help them. It's really bad. Which is, yeah. So, I, and I love ugh. the fact that even as an activist, that they also uh, celebrate the good stories as well, which we need both of. We need to be fighting. And we need to be celebrating both at the same time so we don't lose. I might be wrong, but I think they are also like fashion designer what? or dabbling That's in so fashion cool. design. But like their fits every day are just 
chef's kiss amazing and they remind me that like clothes are supposed to be fun (laughs) and clothes are supposed to be an expression um and their their stuff is just amazing and i would highly recommend you check out alok vadmenon beyond the gender binary and i will make sure that we uh tag that book and where to buy it in the show notes it's great yeah thanks for this Corey. this was fun happy spring happy spring Happy spring, everybody. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for spring showers. I actually got caught in one today. I went for a walk this morning and I was like so ready for it to be this like bright, beautiful blue spring day like yesterday and the day before and the day before. And I go out and it's like dumping rain. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going out anyway. <laughs> it ended up being really great. Well, we love you. Thank you for coming. And until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you, you are, are magic. magic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are magic. Hey, listeners, thank you so much for being here. And if you liked it, we would love it if you would take the time to head over to Apple Podcasts and review us or Spotify and like us. Is that right, Kurt? Click that. Click that little heart, that little add to episodes button. Um, it if you leave a review and a little something, a little written review that really helps other people find us, uh, it really helps this community to grow. And we've been shouting you all out on Instagram. Yes. Um, and you can, uh, after you're done, you know, leaving us a little love on iTunes or Spotify, um, feel free to contact us on Twitter. At Bonfire Babble. Or Instagram. At Bonfire Babble Podcast. Or Facebook. At Bonfire Babble Podcast. Really? And at really? our Gmail, which is what? Bonfire Babble Podcast at gmail.com. No way. For That's a great place to go if you want to sign up for our newsletter. Just leave the word newsletter in the subject line and we will get you on the list. That goes out the second Saturday of every month. We have been answering emails from listeners and we love getting that mail. We love answering your questions. Very much. We are very excited also that now we have a brand new avenue for communication. And what is it, Dada? It's a P.O. box. It's a P.O. box! We have a P.O. box now. So... Uh, several of you have shown interest in uh, sending us mail and now we have a place for that to go it's very exciting stuff and that address is bonfire babble p.o box 16341 seattle washington 98116 so if you feel so moved um that is there for you and we would love to hear from you I would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle, the Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.